Welcome to the Owning Your Sexual Self podcast, a place for you to listen and explore all things surrounding sex positivity. I'm your host, Rachel Main, sex therapist and educator, intimacy coach, awesome wife to my husband, Danny, board of directors member and team leader with Pure Romance, and best of all, a work from home dog mom to my favorite pups, Bane and Tater. After starting my Pure Romance business, I quickly learned how much sexuality education was lacking within my community and how much shame was placed on things like fantasies, masturbation, and sexual dysfunctions. I'm on a mission to make this world a more sex-positive place, and with this podcast, I hope to reach thousands of people. I'll bring real-life experiences to the surface and normalize them by offering a non-judgmental view. If you can get down with that, then tune in every Monday and let's change this fucking world. God. Oh, this episode, you guys, the big O and all of the O's. Did you all know that there are multiple types of orgasms? Oh, I'm so excited to go over all of these with you today. Um, oh, sorry if you got that little background feedback. I'm like literally rubbing my hands together because I'm just so excited. Oh, wow. What an amazing last few episodes we've had. We had Amanda Fisher. What an amazing podcast interview. So many of you have reached out and given me feedback on that episode um, and just learned so many things about your pelvic floor and what you can do to help um, strengthen it. And and maybe for some of you, de-strengthen it. Is that even, I don't know, I'm going with it. De-strengthen, we're saying it. Um, but anyways, today we are talking all things orgasm. Yes. Okay, so we all know and y'all know how I feel about the clitoris, right? This is the powerhouse of sexual pleasure and orgasmic potential. It has between 8 and 12,000 nerve endings and the only purpose it serves on our body is pleasure. So it better get the job done, right? I'm just saying. But that is by far, you guys, That is by far not the only type of orgasm. However, I will say that most women, you've heard me say this before, but I'm going to say it again. One more time for my people in the back. Most women do need that clitoral stimulation to achieve orgasm. So if you've been going your entire life having penetrative sex and you feel like something is missing, it feels good, right? Vaginal sensation for most of us, it feels good. It feels pleasurable. But if you feel like that something's been missing, it very well could be that clitoral stimulation because, again, if you own a vulva and you're listening to this, that's how most of us achieve orgasm. So clitoral orgasms, think of clitoral orgasms as the external orgasm, okay? So you're providing that sensation and that touch, that stroking, that pleasure, that vibration, whatever it is that you that is your cup of tea that day to that clitoral area. So if you're looking at your vulva, it sits right at the top. It is covered by that area of skin that's called the clitoral hood. But when our body goes through that sexual response cycle, when our body becomes aroused, that area of skin will actually retract to allow for stimulation to occur. All that blood is going to rush to that area and then boom, orgasm. Yes. And we want more and more and more of them. Luckily, thank you, creator of humans, for giving women the ability to have multiple orgasms. O's on O's on O's. And then you may have heard also, let me just touch on it, the vaginal orgasm, right? Only about 20% of women can orgasm just from vaginal stimulation. 
and that is going to happen with the with very um very little penetration actually so typically we think that okay a vaginal orgasm maybe you're thinking okay is that the same as a g-spot orgasm no it's actually different and we actually don't need deep penetration for a vaginal orgasm to occur the most nerve rich area of our vagina is that first one to two inches and so that's where we want that sensation to occur for us to achieve a vaginal orgasm now only about 20 percent of us is going to orgasm are going to orgasm from vaginal penetration just vaginal penetration okay again most of us will need that that stimulation to the clitoris to be able to achieve that orgasm. Um, but think of inserting inserting just a small bedroom accessory, something with vibration, inserting maybe, quote unquote, just the tip of the penis, if you will, inserting fingers, something like that, um, and applying pressure to, again, that very nerve-rich nerve zone um, is going to can lead to vaginal orgasm. Um, I, I have to catch myself because all of our bodies are different. You know, everybody is going to orgasm in a different way. Some of us are going to love that clitoral stimulation. Most of us do. Um, but there are also women out there that don't, they're like, do not touch that area. In fact, it's almost too sensitive. Um, and so that is also just some, something worth mentioning. Now you do have the G-spot, which it just seems like the G-spot is just so misunderstood. There are some researchers out there that will say the G-spot exists. There's some researchers out there that say the g-spot does not exist but regardless it's said that the g-spot is to be on the anterior surface of the vagina about halfway between the vaginal opening and the cervix and some women will experience intense intense pleasure and orgasmic feeling when this is stimulated and stroked over time so basically what happens is you want to insert fingers you want to give that come here motion or insert penis come here motion uh, just kidding penis can't do a come here motion on its own so typically it's easiest to find this area with fingers first um or a vibrator that or some sort of bedroom accessory that has that nice little curve or that nice little hook at the end of it right it's going to curve up in that area perfectly now if you are using your fingers to find it yourself you want to feel around basically for what i like to call the spongy almond it's this spongy sort of surface it's going to feel a little bit like an almond it kind of it feels like a little almond like it little feels like a little spot thing like a little nut <laughs> oh, for real though um and when you are applying pressure there when you apply, apply vibration there that is when that area is going to eventually start to fill up with um with blood and then boom the orgasm will occur so that's your G-spot orgasm. Now there are some people out there that also say that they've had a whole body orgasm. So this is when your body literally vibrates with this kinetic energy and this overwhelming intensity of orgasmic pleasure. And that is achieved literally in throughout your entire body. So there are multiple areas of erogenous stimulation um, that have often led to us achieving this quote-unquote sexual bliss if you will right if you've ever watched the um the movie white orleander i think i've mentioned this before in a previous podcast but that scene where he's just draw dragging the flower all over her body and in the movie it shows her experiencing what we might categorize as a whole body orgasm right so we also have the deep vaginal erogenous zone orgasm. So this means that this deep vaginal erogenous zone. So as I said, a vaginal orgasm is typically going to have with not that deep penetration. It's really just, again, hitting that real, real nerve rich area. Now, for those of you that want to experience something deeper, that's deep stimulation near the, near the cervix 
or in the posterior aspect of the vagina, so the fornix, this can also lead to that orgasmic bliss and sexual release. So your whole entire uterus may contract when you achieve this orgasm, and it is massive, massive, pleasurable contractions that can also occur. All right, your favorite (laughs) who listened to the Anal Adventures podcast. Yes, you already know an anal orgasm does exist. Um, And so anal sex can lead to very, very sexual, sexual experiences and very intense orgasmic experiences as well. Some of you are going to think, no, 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 anal is for exit only. Um, However, it can be a very, very, very different, different experience and a way different type of feeling that orgasmic release. Um, And some report feeling an intense need to pee prior to an anal orgasm, so keep that in mind. Actually, same thing with the G-spot orgasm, forgot to mention that. Um, and con- contractions with an anal orgasm are usually not felt around the vagina or the genitals. Instead, you may feel some tightening around your anal sphincter. Um, and so anal orgasm, yes, don't knock it till you try it, y'all. Seriously, it is definitely, definitely a different experience. So for people that are really interested in trying this or wanting to take their sexual lives to that, that next level pleasure, definitely, definitely dabble in some anal play. I'm telling you, start small, go and listen to the anal adventure episode if you haven't listened to that one yet, but start small, lead your way up to something bigger, lead yourself up to vibration if you want. Um, Vibration actually helps relax the muscles that are in the anal cavity, so definitely, you already know, I'm a big proponent for all things that vibrate. (laughs) Okay, now I already mentioned there are multiple orgasms, so some women can experience multiple orgasms in one sexual experience. And um, this means that there's no downtime between the orgasms. So it is literally like boom, 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 one after the other. There's no refractory period that occurs. Now for men, they also have ability to have multiple orgasm. Um, it, it really does take a lot of training for a, a male to kind of teach themselves to have this, this less time for uh, this refractory period, which is basically that time in between, but it can happen. So guys that are listening to this or girls that are listening to this that wanna share this with your partner, let them know there's definitely, that can happen. They can decrease that time that it takes for in between for them to get that second erection. All right, we have the blended orgasm. Ah, yes, the blended orgasms. Ah, yes, I'm gonna say it one more time. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. So this is a combination of all the above mentioned orgasms. More than one erotic zone is being stimulated at the same time. And this could typically this could typically occur between the vagina, between the G-spot, the clitoris, everything, all of them are being stimulated at the same time. So this, a blended orgasm is like, this is, these are the orgasms that are portrayed in our, the porn that we watch, the movies that we watch with the super hot sex scenes. Um, and then typically this is when females experience squirting or that female ejaculation. So that leads us into the squirting orgasm. So sometimes when women are sexually aroused, they may expel a fluid Okay, you may or may not have experienced this, but this is known as female ejaculation. Um, This is real, okay? This is not a myth. I know we see squirting a lot in porn, and I've told you before, like, porn is basically all staged, which I 
will still say that most porn is definitely staged. <laughs> um, but squirting is very, very much a real thing that women can experience. Um, and so although its origins are very quite controversial still in the research, whether we, we, we literally, there is no denying that there is some sort of fluid that is coming out of our body. It's typically cute. It's typically clear. Um, some would say it's urine. I believe that it does have some urine in it, but it's not the same as like your legit peeing on somebody. All right, let's just make that clear. And it's something that happens uncontrollable. Basically, I look at it as nature's way of celebrating. And so if nature wants to celebrate a little bit extra that day, go on and own your sexual self, girl, right? If you know that you're a squirter, um, make sure that you're doing that prep work beforehand if this is something that might be embarrassing to you. Um, lay down the towel know that if you're having sex you might have to change the sheets right after that have sex more in the shower have sex on the floor I don't know like you know you know your body better than anybody else so do what you got to do and um, I know many partners out there that are like they ask like how can I how can I get my girlfriend or how can I get my wife to squirt how can I do this how can it's like just engage in pleasurable sex and whatever happens whatever ha- is whatever happens you don't need to put that added pressure on yourself okay now, the nipple orgasm. This is always so exciting for me to be able to share with people, especially when I'm doing my pure romance parties. I'm like, did you know that less than 5% of women can orgasm from nipple stimulation? Yes, I call them the lucky bitches, <laughs> basically. So stimulation uh, with fingers, with mouth, with vibrator um, to the nipples or to the breasts can also create, one, arousal. It's a great thing to engage in during foreplay. Um, but also some have reported feeling those orgasmic contractions um, felt not only in their breasts, but also triggering other erogenous zones within their body. How freaking cool is that? Okay, the next couple... The next two are like, what? All right, you have an exercise orgasm. Oh, definitely another episode coming in more detail with this because I'm not going to lie, I thought I was the only one out there. Like, why am I doing this certain physical activity and I'm feeling a little spark in my vulva? What is happening here? I don't feel aroused at all, but when I do this pull down of this thing or I'm on this bicycle ride on my Peloton, <laughs> just saying normalize it y'all that's what we're here to do but yes workout orgasms and orgasms have been studied by scientists at the university of indiana and many women actually report experiencing sexual arousal and pleasure with the core training cardio weight training or abdominally focused exercises now i know why i'm just calling you out girl my bestie she loves to work out now i'm wondering we need to have a conversation girl is this what's happening are you holding out on me you didn't tell me all this time. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, so there's exercise orgasms and then also the sleep orgasms. Yes, right? Quote unquote wet dreams, right? Just saying. Um, so some women may achieve that orgasmic experience during sleep. These may be spontaneously triggered by the touch of their of their bedding, of maybe the partner next to them, maybe whatever they're, the clothing that they're sleeping in. Um, but sometimes that can then also lead us to having more erotic or sensual dreams, which, hey, I'm here for it. Now, the lesser known parts of your body, such as the ears, the nipples, the neck, the elbows, the knees, these can all still cause pleasurable reactions when kissed or played with. But for most, for most, for more sensitive people, continuous play will may lead you to orgasms. So basically what this means is that you can pretty much train any part of your body to be in an erogenous zone. If you're feeling like, man, I really like when somebody plays with my ears, is that weird? No, 
I really like when somebody plays with my feet. Is that weird? No. I really like when somebody tickles on my arm. Is that weird? No. If it feels good, embrace that. Learn more about your body. Love your body. Love the things, love the things about your body and definitely embrace and love the things that bring you, that bring you pleasure and that also might lead you to orgasm. So no matter what orgasm you might feel like you've experienced in the past, or maybe you're experiencing right now listening to this podcast, I don't know, um, it, it, it's all normal and it's all enjoyable. Remember that though the more you focus on orgasms during sex, the less likely you're going to be to achieve them. So try to, again, as I mentioned many times in other episodes, try to focus on the sexual pleasure. Try to focus on the things that, that do feel good to you because when your body is getting wrapped up in, oh man, I really want to try squirting. I really want to try to have a G-spot orgasm. I really want to try to do this. You're, you're literally just self-sabotaging. Honestly, your brain is taking over what your body is experiencing and it really can get in the way. So maybe talking with your partner, mentioning with them or sharing you know, with yourself, maybe through meditation or journaling, that this type of orgasm, maybe something that you just learned, is something that you want to try to incorporate in your life or try to experience for the first time. Maybe you experienced it one time before and you want to try to experience it again. So having that conversation with your partner or again, self, during your journaling, um, and talk with them about how, how, what can we do, how, here, or here's what you can do to possibly help me achieve this, and what do you think about this, and, and I'm sharing this, and this is a want for me, what is a want for you, what's something that you would like to try, how can I, how can I provide you with more pleasure, so that way it's a mutual thing, and something that you're working towards together, um, but again, not putting so much pressure on that and realizing that just because now we we learned about this thing, we want to do this thing, don't put so much pressure on yourself that it takes away from actually being able to accomplish it. So, okay, that was, that felt super quick. And I hope that your orgasmic experience does not feel as quick as this podcast episode did. But I hope this provided uh, just some new insight for you about orgasm, gave you maybe some new ideas to try. You all know I'm huge supporters of orgasm, so go out there, try something new, uh, message me on Instagram, post it in the Facebook Owning Your Sexual Self group, let us know what is going on, what what sort of new orgasm did you try, what sort of orgasm have you experienced, what do you want to experience, and uh, let's continue owning our sexual selves, continue bringing that pleasure to your body and embracing it and loving it for exactly what it is. Thank you so much for listening today and helping me change the world by spreading sex positive awareness. If you love the show, please subscribe so you never miss an episode and leave a review for others to see. If you want to see me on the daily, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram under Rachel Main or check out my Linktree website in the show's bio for direct links to all my pages. You can also shop my Pure Romance store or become a Pure Romance business owner yourself by visiting pureromance.com slash Rachel Thank you again so, so much. Until next week, go out there and own your sexual self.